Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Horror on the Orient Express Dancers in an Evening Fog Okay, does anyone want to uh, do a recap for us? Edwin? Sure. <laughs> I was just I was just writing down the uh the towns that we were headed for. Yeah, so the uh the party either was in or came to London in order to go to the keynote speech of Professor Julius Smith, a friend, colleague, acquaintance of all of us at the um whatever it was and we uh we did stuff and then we went to the uh went to the Beach, and it started off in his normal way of, of talking about following evidence and discounting um, various fakery around the world. And then we discovered that he has actually been taken in by some ghost nonsense, and he had uh, movies and photographs of ghost activity or hauntings in uh, three different locations. And after his speech, he uh, said uh, that we, we said we would go talk to him about this, look into the evidence, and sort of maybe learn a little bit more about these hauntings. And then a few days later, he was attacked. Uh, his house was uh, set on fire by some Turks, and on the same night, uh, one Turkish man was killed three times or perhaps three Turkish men with the same name were killed independently, but there was something strange that happened. Uh, A a couple days after that, or maybe the next day, we got a message from the professor uh, asking us to seek him out on the wrong side of the tracks where he's hiding, and we did that, and he told us that he had been on the trail of a... Uh, artifact that has been broken into several pieces and he knows, he thinks he knows where many if not all of the pieces are scattered around Europe and conveniently they are along the uh, Orient Express rail line and he provided us with a large amount of money so that we can travel the Orient Express in an appropriate manner uh, as we seek these these pieces of the statue. And it looks like from my attempt here we have Venice, somewhere in France, Trieste, Belgrade, Sofia, Milan, Sofia, uh, Milan, and we have to take it all to Constantinople along with a ritual that we're supposed to find and that will help us destroy it. And the the death car scrolls apparently contain this ritual, and I don't believe we know anything about that. Yeah, we're looking at going to the British Library. Right. Okay, so that's a pretty good good recap. Uh, If I was uh, Brent playing one of his Delta Green games, then I'd probably give you some bonus skill points, but... Uh, I'm horrible, so you don't get any of that. <laughs> I, I will subtract uh, five. One of my roles, I won't tell you which one. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, I think we, we finished on the evening of Saturday the 6th. Uh, you had just reconvened at your hotel after um, uh, meeting the professor. Uh, were you going to do anything else, or were you going to retire for the evening? Um, yeah, I don't. I feel like it was late enough that we were going to. I mean, we'll we'll presumably talk and you know look over yeah. the uh, Orient Express rail information if we can find some of that and make some some big plans. But okay. and I'm also intrigued about this um, the one person dying three times thing mm. that we found in the paper as well. Yeah. Okay then. Uh, if anyone, unless anyone has any objections, let's uh, roll forward to the next morning. So you can assemble for breakfast in the hotel. Uh, it's the morning of Sunday, the seventh of January. And I'm not going to make you roll. You can, you can have this for free. You are reading the newspapers, and do you have the notes? Google Docs open? Yes. Uh, I'm going I to... Well, I will paste this in and someone can read it out. This is what you find in the Sunday papers. Man disappears in a cloud of smoke. Spontaneous human combustion linked to triple murders case. Police are today investigating the disappearance of Mr. Henry Stanley, 41, of Stoke New Newington, who yes. was reported missing last night by his landlady, Mrs. Constance Atkins. She alleges that she heard a cry from Mr. Stanley's upstairs room at 8 o'clock. He did not answer to her knocking, and when she opened the door, the room was full of smoke, and there was no sign of him. Mr. Stanley is not married. He is a noted train enthusiast and a member of the London Train Spotters Association. His disappearance may be a case of spontaneous human combustion. Police have refused to comment on this, similar cases have been reported in England earlier this century. The most recent known was that of Mrs. Mr. J. Temple Thurston, who burned to death in his home in Dartford, Kent in 1919. It has been revealed that a model train set was found on the scene, had been purchased last week from the shop of Mehmet Makrat. That child's toy may have caused the fire. Readers may recall that three bodies, all identified as Mr. Makirat, were found earlier this week in a Chelsea hotel room. Police have not ruled out the possibility of a link between the two cases. Hmm. Interesting. Mr. Bakirat fellow had his hand in many dealings, it seems. Yeah. And a fire. Well, there there were three of them. Probably a fourth. Do you think there's any link between this and the fire with um, the professor? Could be. Definitely can't rule that out now. Mr. Makirat fellow. I mean, documents are easy enough to forge where, you know, three people might have the same documents, but... 
do we we should go to the shop because maybe there's a fourth Mr. Makirat who's still selling trains and maybe it was a model of the Orient Express. Maybe also if we go to the, the um, house of the person to see whether there's if the model train's still there or Well, we could investigate. We should also be looking into the uh, these scrolls. Correct. Yeah. So we were going to do some library stuff and and uh, maybe head to some of the people's houses. I think whatever it takes, we definitely yeah we should track this stuff down. Oh, I'm very good in the library, so should I head to the library? You know yeah. that it's 1923 in England, the library is going to be closed on Sunday. Ah, oh, it's Sunday, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Get to, go to the Today library may be a good, Yeah. Today may be a good day for finding um finding the house and so forth. So you were suggesting we go to, um, to, um, Makyar's, Makyarat's house or to Stanley's apartment. I was thinking Stanley's apartment. We should check that out first. Well, why would you think, why would you think the police will let us in? They've not let us in anywhere else. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, that's what I was thinking it seems rather but, uh, pointless do we know do we know them the address of the house of this man of the turk of makirat no but we we know where his shop is i think we should go uh check out his shop and perhaps uh let ourselves in there yeah it yeah. makes it more will be sense closed. yeah it will be closed so we should be able to uh gain well, access necessary technically he's passed away three times yeah. so so yeah, I can't even inherit anymore. Once you die the third time, it's all... <laughs> it's a free fall. Yeah. Alright. Okay, I think Mac Shall we? some shop. Okay, so where are you going? I would like to find that store, toy store. Okay. Macarat shop. Yeah. And how would you like to do that? Well, directory operator. That's a very good idea. You can. Uh, you you. Do you remember what kind of shop he uh, ran? Toy store, wasn't it? No, the article just says the shop. Well, right. We, we he bought a toy there. But so let's see what else we have here. Man dies. Need a Turkish antique and art dealer. Okay, so you could probably quite easily get hold of a directory of antique shops. Uh, yeah. Makirat's Mysterious Marvels. That's what we'll look up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you are doing that, um, yes, I'm just going to give this to you. You, you find a uh, guide to antique shops, and the hotel happens to have one, and you get an address. It's uh, Brophy Lane in Islington. Islington? Yes. 
who has a car. Well, we can take a taxi, certainly. Let somebody else do the work of driving. Okay. Okay, we'll take a taxi. Correct. So you take a, a, a short drive to Islington. And after after breakfast, please. Of course, of course. You have a you can have an extravagant breakfast. Thank you. <laughs> I have a moderate breakfast. <laughs> Naturally, yes. After everyone is satisfied, you arrive at Brophy Lane, Islington. It doesn't take long to find the antique shop uh, of Mr. Macriat. It's a two-storied brick shop. There is a closed sign in the door's window. Just a normal closed sign, so there's no, like, police tape or... There is not police tape. No. Anything like that? Okay. 1923, I don't think they'd invented it. Well, the, whatever the uh, equivalent of that would be. <laughs> So what, can we see anything through the window of what sorts of stuff is in there? Um, I can say no, you cannot. Uh, there is a blind pulled down. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, let me try to see if Amy say he left the door open. Well, well. We shouldn't see, have a problem with that if he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> 19. That's a pass on my... Uh, I how do you call it? Locksmith. Locksmith, yeah. Okay, ah. you get to pick the lock. Fair enough. Pick the lock, yes. Then uh, can also make a luck roll. As he's doing that, <laughs> before he makes his luck roll, <laughs> hang on. Um, what kind of neighborhood is that? Uh, this is a. It's 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 a commercial street, so there are neighboring shops. There's there's a few people wandering around. Most of the shops are closed. It is Sunday. Okay, but there are so there are people wandering around though. Yes. Okay. Uh, is this upscale? Downscale? Uh, not particularly. It's not it's not the, the nicest area, but it's not certainly not the worst. Okay. Um, are there any uh, vagabonds or uh, <coughs> street people or? People sleep in the alleys. Or... I'm sorry. Do you do you want there to be? Well, yeah. Okay, then then make a luck roll. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you believe? Let's see. Where's my luck? That is almost, but not quite a hard success. Uh, then yes, there there are a few beggars. Okay, then while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Mr. Pepin, thank you. Yes. And while Mr. Pepin is uh, is doing his lock picking business, I will be <clears throat> wandering the streets uh, looking for these people and engaging them in a bit of conversation. Okay. You just you just want to find them and talk to them. Yep. And specifically asking if they've seen anyone in the shop or you know what they know. Right. Or... I understand. Okay. So, so let me get this straight. Uh, Zebedee is is picking the lock at the front door to the shop in broad daylight. Pretty much. I am. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. I'm going to be waiting impatiently, as if this this uh, tradesman is a little bit too slow and really should open up this place. I have every right to be quickly. Okay. Plus, I'm surrounded by five men. 
You are surrounded by a Catholic <laughs> priest. Um, <laughs> a man with a credit rating of 60. Yeah, fair. I'm going to allow it. Okay. You, you can just pull that off. Um, so, yes. A group, a group, bluff. <laughs> oh, look. This shop happens to be open. It's yeah. just tricky to turn the sign in. Yeah. That's so, so weird. <laughs> what luck. Right, so you, uh, you open the door and I assume you need to step inside. Yeah, I, I will open the door and say, hello? I, I was there a ring when, when we open it, you know, no. like so a bell. It's a showroom. Um, you can see some you know, bits of Egyptian statuary. There's some brass work. There's rugs, lots of rugs, um, a few pots. Does anyone have um, the right skill? Will be here. Appraise. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no appraise. Archaeology, but no. Mm. Well, we I've can all try. Counting. We can all try, right? Right. We yeah, can try. I, I'd say. Yeah. If you can, if you can make an appraise or an archaeology roll. I've got nine counting. <laughs> ah, so close. A sixteen, but no. Let me check if I, if I have... What is the base? Appraise. Based on uh, appraise is, is five. I think. Or five. I found. Oh, I got an 11. Doesn't make the five, but maybe archaeology or anthropology is... A bit more? Archaeology was a one. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay, so you, you can't really... You know, Looks like every other antique shop you've been in. Are there other price tags? <laughs> there are not, no. Um, there is a shop counter. Um, yeah, I'm going to see a, a door behind that. I'm going to look at the shop counter. Are there any books? There are books, yes. Ledgers. Uh, there, are, there are books and ledgers. And if you are going to look through them, you can make an accounting roll. I've got accounting. A zero one. <laughs> really? Yes, a zero one on my accounting. Okay, well then you mm. notice uh, almost immediately it just jumps out at you. It's this is a, a really incongruous uh, purchase note, and it is one Wrightson Special Commission train set. It was purchased from the so. Uh, it was bought by Mr. Macriat from the estate of Randolph Alexis a few months before. And you also find a sale note, one rights and special commission train set, delivered to a Mr. Henry Stanley in Stoke Newington for one pound. Hmm. Uh, you, you further notice from your accounting role that the, these records are extensive, um, and this is the only train set, it's the only toy, it's, it's the only thing of its kind listed as uh, bought or sold. Everything else is, if you want a better word, some, some kind of antique. Hmm. So Where that was, structure uh, is Where is Randall Alexis again? Randolph Alexis, the, the train set was purchased by Macriat from the estate of Randolph Alexis. 
Ah, okay. And if you're thinking about that name, you can make a history or an occult roll. All right. Let's see, history or occult? History. Zero six. What? Nope, that's a fail. Um, I make both my history and occult. Occult. Was that an extreme or a hard success? Um, on my history, it's a hard success. Okay. There you go. Um, yes. Yeah, so you. Uh, so so. It was history or or occult. Which one was it? It was history. History. Okay. Um, you recognise the name of Randolph Alexis, and you you believe that he was involved with with some kind of. Maybe he was involved with a couple of, of uh, fraternal societies. Okay, so this gentleman was involved in, with some fraternal societies. Um, you can't quite remember their names. You may have to look it up at the library. That might be a, a who's who type. Uh, yeah, exactly. You, you, you also recall that he... Yes, he, he died a few years back, uh, maybe 25 years ago, something like that. Oh, wow. But the purchase was, was fairly recent, and then the sale was fairly recent. Those those happened in short order. Uh, let me just double check here. Yes, this, this was purchased from the estate only a few months ago. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry, I, I, I misspoke. Your, your, your memory was wrong, actually. Uh, you, you recall he, he disappeared 25 years ago. He disappeared. Interesting. And so it could have taken a long time for him to have been declared dead. It just uh, seems odd that the estate would still be... Um... Like, what? what happened to Stanley? Henry? Henry Stanley? He, he disappeared in a puff of smoke. He as well. He's the one, yeah, he's the one we just just read about this morning, Henry Stanley of Stoke, New England. Yeah, he disappeared. This Randall guy's disappeared, and it's linked to this train set. All right, I have another question that, that I'm confused about now. It said that this was a specially commissioned train set. Right. But presumably it was just something which the estate had. I assume the estate is not manufacturing custom train sets. So I may have misunderstood something. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, that's probably an accurate assessment. Yeah. <laughs> that you have yeah. misunderstood something. <laughs> so, so yes, what are the... his, his, it was purchased from, from an estate sale, you understand. So Right. Right. Because I thought when you first started talking about what was in the account books, that it was a specially commissioned train set. That is that is what has been written in 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 the, the books by okay Mr. okay Mr Macriot so, so it, that is just how he has so described it, it okay so presumably uh, Alexis at some point commissioned a train set and that commissioned train set has now passed on to Macriot and then Stanley yes Correct. well unless the special commission was Stanley 
asking Makarat to specifically go find this one train set, please. Uh, it's possible. <clears throat> Not that I'm there. <laughs> I call from so, the time. Exactly. <laughs> you're okay, playing. so actually, while, while you're uh, looking at this this uh, set of books, let's let's switch over to um, Tamas. So you you find these vagabonds? Yes, and I'm just going to offer them a few coppers in exchange for uh, some information of uh, when they, you know, when the shop was last open, when they last saw the proprietor. Oh. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Oh, very kind, very kind. Uh, oh, yes, Macriat. That's his name, isn't it? Um, yes, it's a Turk, I believe. Yes, has a one of those funny-looking beards, moustaches. Yes, uh, old chap. Um, late 60s, maybe? Um, really? Last sign, last sign. Um... Not since not since the new year. Um, yeah, probably probably last time a week and a bit ago. Huh. Yeah, he keeps to himself. He's a bit of a bit of a miser. Never really never given me any spare change. Well, he is a Turk, of course. Well, yes, yes. Don't expect much generosity from them. Okay, sorry. So he said a week. It's the eighth. So okay. That would be interesting. Uh, have you seen anyone else going uh, in the shop since then? Uh, some coppers, coppers poking around earlier. Well, of course, that makes a bit of sense, I suppose. But that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, thank you for your help. Good day to you, sir. Go get yourself something to drink. Oh, yes. Oh, I will, believe me. <laughs> something nice and warm. Yes. Okay. Are you going to head into the shop? Um, no. I'm going to hang about the opposite side of the street and uh, keep an eye out. I'm... Curious if there's anyone who seems curious that the shop is now open. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, we will yeah. come back to you. The blinds are still drawn, though, right? Unless you open them. Well, yeah, so hopefully, so hopefully people don't can't see, aside from those yeah, people yeah, that I, I, us. I'm assuming in. you didn't turn the, uh, the, the closed sign to open. <laughs> right, right, or leave the door open. Well, but presumably the lights are on, so there's still you know, there's light coming right. coming yeah. out the edges. Uh, someone is, someone may have noticed. There's no yeah. there's no lights on inside. Uh, it's just so you've got you've got sort of blinds coming down, but then above the blinds there's a bit of open glass, and you've got no lights ah. out of the shop. So it's ah. actually fairly well lit inside. The bit And you said it's a two story place, right? Yes, two story brick, correct. Yep. I guess it's time to open the door to the office. Yeah. Look okay. around so, while everyone else can get the books. Uh, so you open this door and you, you're in a small storeroom at the back and you see some crates and boxes, a few more antiques scattered around, lots of rugs, 
all piled up. Uh, there's a staircase leads upstairs and a back door. I'll make sure the back door is locked. The back door is locked. It seems to lead out into a, an alleyway. Okay, I guess a uh, poke around the storeroom, see if there's anything interesting in there. We're waiting for the others. Okay. You find nothing interesting. All right. Can I can I tell if uh, if Macurat was a smoker? <laughs> uh, go on then. Uh, seventy out of seventy-five. I'm going to say no. Uh, no, I can't tell. So I know I don't find traces. You you don't smell tobacco, and you're pretty sure that if if, if someone had been smoking inside then you would, okay. you would know that. Right. Oh, should we wander upstairs? Standing, mm. out, standing outside, I am immediately suspicious for some unknown reason that I don't understand. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just A Turk around. who does not smoke seems <laughs> <is weird>. deeply, <laughs> deeply concerning to me somehow. But. Exactly. <laughs> um... Well, I think we should have a quick look upstairs and then head back off. Mm-hmm. Sounds reasonable. Okay. So uh, you can you can search around upstairs and you find there's a sort of living area and an office. Um, I say office; it's just a desk with a, with a chair in front of it. Um, there's a bedroom and a very small kitchen and very small bathroom. And let's have spot him rolls just for your whole search of this area. That's a fail for Hugo. Fail for, uh... Um, 54, I'm just checking. I think that may be a fail. That's a pass for Pepin. Okay, so... Zeb notices that this is... uh, It's clear that this is is someone who lives on his own, lives above his shop, doesn't have much in the way of entertainment here there's that you notice there there are no books no bookshelves no books um it's just rather plain sparse living space uh zeb notices that there is no luggage um and most of the dresser drawers in the bedroom are have been emptied Mm. a few items of clothing around so it's moved out Seems like he left already. Yes. Whatever huh. was of value for him. That would have been a week ago. Interesting. Guess we don't know that. I think. Yeah. I think there's something to do with this transit. Well, plus he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like so, a, he's, so, so he killed the other three, right? Yeah. He's he's missing. He's not. Yeah. We don't know that he's dead. He's just missing. No, accurate. Three, all three of them are dead. No, no, right. no, no. There's no. no, no. The three that are dead are three recent arrivals to England, who all had identification oh, of the same name. Right, right, right. The right. the article specifically said that the guy, you know, that the guy that some that the macarat matching the description of the shop owner is just missing. Oh yeah. Oh right. With any other macarat still living, right? Yeah. The real macarat not be found. Okay. Will the real macarat stand up? Hmm. All right. So he he took off, and he left his store 
So, are there, uh, going back downstairs, are there any um, conspicuously missing things? So I'm looking for dust circles or, um, you know, marks on shelves where, where things might have been. I'm thinking he would have taken his valuables out of here if, if he's really booking. New spot in the game. Everyone? Where do you sit? If you are that? doing what Max is doing. Well, I, I guess he he will discuss it and then 20, we can help 20, him. 21 success. 95 is a fail. That's a fail. <laughs> so, yes, you, you, you can't see anything like that. Okay. Look, I think we should get going. Um, I don't want to stay in this shop for too long. Yes, we could right. head, head to the library. or No, the library's closed today. But oh, yeah, I that's think, right. Sunday. Why don't we just go past the Stanley's house and see whether or not there are police there? Well, technically, this shop was closed too, but that doesn't seem to be a real impediment. <laughs> right. Oh, and um, can you. Oh, look we do need to buy tickets go? too. Sorry? Yep. I, uh, take it in turns. <laughs> what did you say? Go ahead, Gary. I, I said, oh, when we leave, um, you should lock the shop. That'll be another, um, another lockpick roll once you've left. Okay, let me try. That's a pass. Yep, then it's, it's clearly an easy lock for you to manipulate. Okay. Where are you heading to next? I think we Are you suggesting we, we break into the British Library? Is that is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds marvelous. Well, Mr. Pepin seems to seems to be able to uh, find places that are open when the rest of us wouldn't expect it. So uh... I think we should go to um, Stanley's house to just see whether or not there's there's police. If there's no police, then maybe we can investigate there. So Damn. while Father Vincent is saying that, I'm, I'm just going to give this to you for free. It's um, you know that it's not very far away from here. Stanley's house. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Right. You probably couldn't walk. Well, you could walk. It would take you maybe 40 minutes, but it would certainly be a short taxi drive. Away. Oh yeah. Well, since we're here. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Let's continue the investigation that way. And this is a. Sounded like it will be a. Uh, set of flags. Oh, we can also go to the train spotters. They must have a club somewhere and find out about the train model, perhaps. Oh, yeah, so you don't actually have the um, the the exact address of um, uh, Mr. Stanley, um, but I will say this: if you are getting a taxi. Taxi drivers know a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, we can ask where the uh, that uh, house where that guy uh, that spontaneous human combustion happened. Yes, the uh, the other gentleman. Great mystery. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, is that the plan? Dart Dartford Kent, I guess, is where yeah, that, that happened. Would, that would be the plan. So, no, that that was. Um, the other gentleman. Stoke Newington. The other Stoke gentleman Newington. in 1990. Yes. So, yes, Stoke Newington is still in London. Or if the taxi driver knows the uh, landlady, Constance Atkin. Mm. Oh, yes. 
Okay, so lady you, for you to talk to, Tomas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you, you get into a taxi and uh, you, you ask to go to Stoke Newington and uh, you mention you want to see the apartment where Mr. Stanley lives and he goes, oh yes, I know. I know the place, Governor. And uh, starts driving Very in that good. direction. Okay, so it's a, a, a short drive and you pull up in front of a it's a it's a small it's a house actually so it's a, a block of terraced houses um, and outside on the pavement you notice a chalked sign and it says in rather messy handwriting see the death room six pence Perfect. <laughs> Perfect indeed. There's also another sign, uh, handwritten in the front window, which reads "Room to Let." I'll never <laughs> cease to be amazed at how you know uh, industrious you British are. And wait, I don't think anyone in this party is British, are they? Yes, I am. I am. I'm from London. Okay. I'm from York. Um. I- the father shakes his head at this. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me I, feel I, like I'm at home. Never let an opportunity to make money go to waste. I love it. I say, <laughs> this is excellent. I say po- politely quiet. It's a good Englishman. <laughs> we, we, we have, I guess, one thing in common. Tomas. Um, I'm going to go yeah. knock on the door. Yeah, go on. Okay, so <laughs> if you are anywhere near the notes, I will paste the picture of who you suddenly see. This is the lady who... Oh, no, that's the old article. This is the lady who you see opening the door. Can somebody paste a link in the chat because I can't actually access... Oh god, it's not pasting. It keeps pasting the old article. Um, technical issues. Thank you. There we go. So, a rather <laughs> harsh looking woman opens the door, <laughs> and she is in a dressing gown. Uh, with hair curlers and she looks at you and says death room yeah see the death room ah you are mrs atkins i presume yes yes sixpence uh, yes death uh, room. uh i will how many how many of us are there <laughs> five okay i will give her four times six 24 pence for the other four to go my friends would like to see the death room. I'm wondering if you might have a moment to uh, to chat, Mrs. Atkins. You don't want to see the death room? Uh, no, I'm much more interested in talking to you, lovely lady. Ooh. She sneers at you. <laughs> oh, suit yourself, suit yourself. And she points to the others and says, Oh, up there, up, up the stairs, on the right. I thought it said right, that. Don't touch anything. Upstairs. I know where everything is. Don't you take anything. 
Excuse me. The father looks very indignant. <laughs> and if if it helps for my conversation, I got a hard success on my charm roll. <laughs> um, oh, it's good. I have to set the difficulty for this. I suppose uh, maybe we we shall see. We shall see if that has any effect. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Let's let's uh, let's move to those going up the stairs. So you probably want to get away from Mrs. Atkins rather quickly. So you yes, uh, yep. Walk up the stairs. And what you find is a rather depressing room. It is it is a cold water bed sitting room. So there is a, a sink in the corner with one cold water tap. Uh, there's a bed. There's a chair. There are grey curtains and dull grey walls. And it's just a rather depressing place. Hey, it's much like the the room I'm in now. <laughs> but what you do see is that most every bit of this has been covered with books and pictures about trains and railways and engines. Yeah, it, re- remind me, uh, this is the guy who pushes the train model? This is right. the guy who was... The train model was delivered to him, or it says that it was purchased for, for pound. one pound. So it seems like kind of suspicious that uh, it was only one pound. Right, it's totally yeah. right. And um, a, a train model for a pound—that'd be a fairly expensive train model. A pound's a reasonable amount of money, isn't it? Yes. So as you so, as you as you look around the room. Um, you don't need a spot him roll to see that some of the items uh, are covered in a thin layer of black soot. Of what again? Does black that imply soot. that some some are not? Uh, no, you, you see this this sort of there's a general layer of black soot around most things. In in some areas, it's it's more pronounced. Um, does it seem centralized on a certain location? Well, as you're as you're investigating this, you're looking. You notice there are also some dark, sooty streaks across the ceiling. They seem to go from the northwest of the room to the southeast of the room. Okay. Question: Is there an actual spot where he may have spontaneously combust? You Is can, there any marks? You can you can make spot hidden rolls to. Uh, to see if you can figure that out. And while you make those, just hold on to those rolls. We're going to switch back downstairs to Tamas. Oh, what do you want to know? Well, I first wanted to congratulate you. This is uh, quite an opportunity. I'm sure you must be uh, making a few extra uh, a few extra uh, pence coming in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Woman, living alone, got to make my rent one way. Of course, of course. Um, was uh, Mr. Stanley living here long? Oh, when did he, when did he come? Uh, about a year, about a year now. Yeah, weird fella. Strange, strange little man. Quiet type, quiet type. They're all a bit odd, you know. My husband was like that. Ah, of course, of course. Um, strange in, in what way? Oh, bloody trains. 
all you would ever talk about. A train enthusiast. Uh, yeah, imagine that. Man of his age. Excited about purchasing a new train set. Playing with trains at his age. Ugh. Uh, so you saw the, the train set that he... I understand he, he recently purchased a... Oh, yeah. He couldn't, couldn't, couldn't stop talking about the bloody thing. It was for himself, not a, not a gift for a child or something like that? He was... It was a gift for a child. That would be more reasonable. But no, he's going to go up to his room and play with it. <laughs> I'll be done. Did you actually happen to see it? The train. Yeah, didn't didn't take much of a close look at it myself. Oh, of course not. Is it is it still here? Oh, the police took it away. You oh. see, it was uh, what what do you call it? Uh, an electrical device. So uh, they seem to think it might have somehow done him in. Oh, I see. I see. Um, what do you think? Did he just well, I think or? he's a bloody stupid man and probably blew himself up with a dodgy electrical thing. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. He's a weird little man. Do you know where he uh, where where he was living before this? Uh, no, sorry, sorry. Well, that's okay. Can't be expected to know everything about your borders. And you can you can sort of continue to talk to her um it's it's much the same she she complains about all her um uh, tenants and uh will yes yeah i'll, I'll her away I'll just, I'll just try to keep her occupied and keep her busy so she doesn't feel like uh, kicking the others out any sooner than they're ready to go okay okay so we will uh pop back upstairs so who passed their spotting rolls not me no not me I did. Okay, so Zeb notices the the, the carpet is um, is dark, and it wasn't too easy to notice before. But now that you've taken a closer look, you also see parallel black smudges running northwest to southeast that that mirror the um, the ones on the ceiling running across the floor. And you can, if anyone who you point this out to can make an education roll. Yeah, I'm pointing this out to everyone. Look over here. Education. Education Hmm. is a pass. That's you, right? Yeah. So, if you pass this, you know that these parallel smudges are about the width of of a set of train tracks. So I made a hard pass on that. Just by a train tracks. How could a train come One away from an extreme. <laughs> Can I, um, I would like to pick up some of this foot and uh, put it to my nose and sniff it. Is it oily or greasy at all, or does it just smell like uh, burned? Just it smells burned, like burnt coal. Burned coal. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, is there a um, any source of heat in this room? Like, is there a little coal stove or anything, or is it just no? Okay. Huh. This isn't right. Uh, I, I'm going to take that back. Uh, this this type of house, yes, there would have been a uh, fireplace in the corner. Um, okay. But you notice it's it's empty, um, so it has not had a fire lit in it recently. The structure is slightly odd, given that. It's January, but um, okay. Um, this is question: a depressing, in the book, cold place. Is in the book 
Um, books. Is there anything about the um, Train Spotter Society? Uh, you can you can right. find an, uh, yes you can find uh, details of the Train Spotters Association. Mm-hmm. An address. Yeah, look what I found. I've got an address oh, for the Train Spotters. You find you find the uh, the headquarters of the association is in Camberwell, and the president of the association is a Mr. Arthur Butter. Camberwell. What's the C A M B E R W E L L double L. Camberwell. Okay. So, question is, how far away is that from where we are? It's it's also in London. I mean, it's a bit further away, but. This is this is the London Train Sports Association. Is there anything to indicate that he, uh, Stanley, was an officer? Uh, you know that he's Paperwork. a member. You know that he's a right. member. Um, yes. Okay. Why not? Let's say he he's listed in the um, in this this guide you find as the uh, treasurer. Aha. <laughs> <clears throat> Embezzling funds and the trains took him away. <laughs> I think the next stop is this the president. So there's tracks on the floor and tracks on the ceiling, which is weird because I, I mean it's just weird. And then there's there's coal yeah, soot. That, maybe he was well, yeah, strange because he would have probably been sitting in one place or when he burned. Not like he was running around while he was on fire. Well, and he disappeared. He didn't, like, they didn't find a, a burned body or anything. Right. And he's just gone. So all there was was smoke. So there's all this smoke. And then, uh, and so the whole room just, just reeks of, of coal smoke, basically. Yes. And there's no burn marks here. So there definitely was no burned body. Right. There's there was no, no fire, it seems like. There was just smoke without fire. Smoke from a train that somehow travelled through the room. Right now, the the mark on the the the, the mark on the ceiling. This is this is I guess out of game a little bit. Um, is is also though like like it would be from the wheels as opposed to from say a smokestack or something, or is there sort of a single yeah, streak? There up? are two parallel streaks up there. Yes. Okay, so two parallel on the ceiling and two parallel on the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, and and when you say streaks, is it as if somebody rubbed rubbed coal along the the ceiling, kind of thing? Um, you could or, you could certainly assume that. Yes, you could think that. As as opposed to like a deposit of coal dust, I guess is what I'm thinking. Um, if you can think of a way of somehow getting up there to take a closer look, I, I don't know how you would tell otherwise. Okay, I'll stand up. Uh, yeah, I could stand up on the couch, I imagine, and assume it's not a, a luxury place with tall ceilings. <laughs> that would be a correct assumption. Okay, so what are you what are you tr- actually trying to do? So I guess uh, so. The rest of the room is covered with with coal dust, and I'm curious whether it's coal dust sort of sitting on the ceiling, or if it's more like streaks of coal, like you would get if you took a piece of coal and rubbed it against the ceiling. Is it a powder or is it just just black uh, skid marks? Okay. Um, what would this be? What would this be? 
this will be a dex roll. Alright. Uh, that is a, a normal success. Yes, you, you balance yourself on this couch and get up a bit closer and you, you rub it with your finger and you find, yes, it's, it's a powdery residue. Okay, interesting. Now, while he's doing this, can Hugo be looking around the room seeing if there's any paperwork or files or maybe any of his personal documents stuck anywhere? Or is it just too small that there's nothing else here? Uh, so you can find a few, maybe a set of accounts for the Train Source Association. Um, there's not much else. Anything of, Is this guy have a job? Sorry. Sorry? Uh, anything of note in, in the uh, accounts there? No. It clearly doesn't make much money. It doesn't have very many members. Hmm. It's, it's really dull stuff. Costs for stationery. Is there stationary. Any, indication of, any indication of this guy having a job? Um, yeah, I was going to try to work that same question into my conversation with Mrs. Adkins, actually, whether he was employed and if she okay. knew what he did. We can. We, let's jump back down. Um, so, you're, how are you going to bring this up? What are you going to say? Uh, just that. Was, uh, uh, what's his name? Is Mr. Stanley employed, or how did he pay for the room? Uh, what did he do? Something, something funny with, with numbers, uh, looking after other people's money. <laughs> like an he certainly didn't make much of it himself. Like an accountant or a banker? Yeah, something like that. Just not a very good one, perhaps. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> ah, interesting. Did, did, did uh, Mr. Stanley have any friends? Anyone ever dropped by? Or? Oh, only those other weirdos from the uh, train spotting club. Ah, those crazy train people, yes. Yeah. No, he was a quiet man. Stayed in most nights. Didn't really have many people visit him. Uh, well, I wouldn't have it, really. No okay. visitors. Ah, you don't allow such things. Of course. Very, very, very good. Very good of you. Very good of you. And may I say this tea is quite wonderful. Oh, you've got a cup of tea, have you? Well, I presume she is. Fair enough. You, you, you've got hard charm, or so, yes. Tomas was able to finagle she, she her into a cup, cup of, tea. of particularly um, unpleasant tea. <laughs> uh, you, 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 if you stirred it with a spoon, you'd sort of pick it up. It's, it's very viscous. Okay, uh, are you going to ask her anything else? She sort of... No, I think that that's... I'll just, I'll just go back to just trying to keep her occupied. Okay. And jump back upstairs. Wait a second, sorry. Yes, I do have one more question mm -hmm. for her. Uh, have you, have you uh, had many visitors to your, uh, your uh, uh, death room? Oh, well, yeah. Been quite good. We had... Uh, uh, Old Mr. Johnson down the road. Yeah, he came three times, actually. Bit of a weirdo, but <laughs> paid each time. Pretty good. Um, uh, Doris from down the road. Yeah, yeah. Any foreigners? Foreigners? Besides, yeah, except... bes besides us, I mean. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. I don't mind, as long as they pay sixpence. Well, of course. Of course not. And at, at, at this, she starts... She she looks upstairs and she's she looks at a clock on the wall and 
They've been up there for a while. What oh. are they doing? They better not be touching anything. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're just taking in the ambiance, and and besides, it, it just, it, it allows us that much more time to uh, become acquainted, my dear. She ignores you and uh, she shouts up, up the stairs. Are you finished up there yet? Oh well, <laughs> I did what I, I gave you guys as much time as I could. I did what I could. <laughs> Charge you another sixpence. The father starts to head down. Coming down now. Yeah. Yeah. Head out. Didn't touch anything, uh, did you? No. No, I didn't touch anything. I touched everything. I thought you said touch everything. She glares at you. Um, um, just just one thing, Jonathan. <laughs> Before I leave the room, mm-hmm. is there anything uh, that doesn't, you know, I'm looking for the most recently used items here. You know, if, is there a, a layer of dust on any of the things or everything is being uh, cleaned up recently? Well, there's a layer of soot over most things, and if you smear your finger across it, um, yeah, sure, you, you find some things are dusty, some things aren't, but what, what are you mm. actually looking for? <laughs> See if... Either some something was put here after uh, he died, you know, that is is not covered by by this layer, and um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm looking for. Okay, everyone else is leaving, and um, Mrs. Atkins is is yelling at you from from downstairs. So let's make this a a hard spot hidden. Okay. That's a ninety-one to know. You don't think so? <laughs> was there was there an obvious place that was not covered in soot, like where a train was when the soot happened? She said the. I mean, we'll we'll talk about this later on. But she said the police took the train. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was so, gonna... Sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. You finish. Um. So so presumably the train was here. And the police took it, so there would be some sized rectangle on the on the table or something that's not covered in soot. Right, at least one spot. Right. Was that true? <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was quite um, obvious and in the middle of the room. Let's say you saw this. Uh, as I as I walk past the um, the lady, I'll just mm-hmm. send her and ask, um, did the police say where they were taking the train, sir? Um, oh, I think I think one of them mentioned they they would uh, talk to the uh, association. Yeah, maybe have someone there check it for you know electrical faults. Oh, it's so the Train Spotters Association. Bunch of weirdos. Indeed. Thank you very much, ma'am. Yeah, I'm with you. Go on, got things to do. And he leaves. Okay. Better and leave. Well, it looks like the train's gone to the Train Spotters Association. Oh, very fine. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, roughly how big was it? Uh, da, da, da. Let's find out. Um, it, it seemed quite large. Um, so... 
you could probably carry it. So it, it was probably on a on a board. Yeah, you know, there's probably some track maybe that it that it went round. Um, and uh, probably probably large enough. One person could move it, but it wouldn't be a particularly easy. Oh, it's so like a four by four kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, sure. base, baseboard or something okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The actual train probably wouldn't have been, you know, too 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 hard to move around. Well, to the Train Spotters Association. You're here, bunch of weirdos. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you take a taxi, I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Wait. To a to a slightly nicer area. Well, a much nicer area actually, and. The houses around here have nice little gardens in front of them, and it's Sunday afternoon or mid morning, so some people are out pruning there. No, it's January, isn't it? Let's say it's it's cold and grey because it's London in January. Um, it would be quite nice if it was the summer, and there are nice gardens around here, but no one's out gardening. <laughs> Go up and knock on the door. Okay, who's knocking on the door? Is that is that the father? It's a so is it, okay. Is this like in somebody's house, or is it? A, it's a standalone building with a this, sign. This is a yes. This is a house. Okay. And uh, that's the address you have as the headquarters of the association. And, and we got a name. Uh, Hold on. On on the way there, we should discuss what are we planning to do. Are we going to are we going to present ourselves as you know as people asking for uh, for this guy to get more or to get more information. Uh, about about him, or do we want to see? You know, I, I'm saying if we're gonna go openly and say that we're, you know, investigating in this case, or if we're I'm gonna good. try to to fool them somehow. Be, I'm gonna be open and honest. Absolutely, we're investigating. We're okay. looking for information on the Orient Express. <laughs> um. And I am interested in having a look at this train set. Okay. Okay. So the father is knocking on the door. Yep, we've got a name for the gentleman, don't we? You have you have the name of the president. Uh, yeah. Yes, Mr. Butter. Butter. Arthur Butter. Yes. Arthur Butter. So a gentleman opens the door and he says, "Oh, father, what's an unexpected surprise." Um. Can I help you? Uh, you are Mr. Butter? I am, and... I'm Father Stewart. Um, now, we, my friends and I have been looking into the case of uh, Mr. Stanley. Oh, oh dear, yes, yes, terrible business, terrible business. Um, look, come in, come in, come in, I'll, I'll make some tea. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. I invite you in, it's, it's a rather nice house. Um walks you into a, a, a spacious living room, seats you down, and uh, calls out for his wife. Doris, you make some tea. You have guests. She says, yes, dear. He's a train spotter and he's married. Suspicious. <laughs> and I take it you do, do introductions? Yes, I introduce the others to him. So, um, as as after this tea comes in and is served, and as it's being poured, he says, "So, um, so you are friends of, of Mr. Zanley?" <clears throat> uh, 
Ah, you'd look to the others. <laughs> we look, I look back. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, we are. We are. Oh, oh, oh. He's he's come to my parish a few times. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I just didn't, didn't realise he was Catholic. Blimey. You know someone all this time and... Huh. Anyway, anyway, Father, okay. Um, what can I tell you? Well, the main thing, the big thing that we're intrigued about is this train set of his. Ah, yes. There's a beautiful set, beautiful set, yes. Um, it's... The thing about Stanley, he was... He had a keen eye for the authentic, but, but not much interest in history. You see, um, the set's actually in rather poor taste. Um, the, the model is beautiful, but it, it depicts an actual train uh, which which wrecked. It, uh, it ran off the tracks back in 97 on the, uh, the line to Liverpool. Uh, lots of people died. Lots of people died, yes. He probably didn't even know that. He just you know, just saw a nice, nice train. But, uh, yes, it's... Um, well, the police asked me to take a look at it, and uh, I ran it for them. I showed them that it was in working order, um, but uh, it reminds me of Stanley, and I don't really... I can't enjoy it, you see. When, when was the model built, roughly? You, you want to see it? Oh, oh yes. Well, uh, okay, come, come with me, come with me, gentlemen. He, he leads you uh, to a... Uh, a door under the stairs and he says it's down in the cellar so i keep all my trains down here and um, takes you down and you are in a, a sort of rather spacious cellar and you see lots of trains uh there are there are at least three or four complete train sets some of them quite elaborate with extensive tracks and uh little figures and trees and scenery and platforms and little model conductors and so the, the trains are all just sitting there, none of them are actually running. And he leads you over to a to a, a corner, and there he shows you the train set. Yes, yes, this is it. Um, well, to take a look at it, it's um, it's a bit of a strange track, you notice. Um, it's this strange, strange figure of eight pattern. And as you look, you see that it is this this figure of eight. It it goes round. Uh, there is a tunnel. And it obviously rises over, then runs back round, and then goes through the tunnel in a, in a figure of eight, continuous figure of eight. Hmm. Um, the the train itself is a is a small brown and black train, um, and uh, Mr. Butter will explain as as he's pointing it out. Yes, yeah, quite typical of the uh, the the eighteen nineties. Um, tells you about the the coaches. Uh, Wooden and metal, yes, and uh, the engine, beautiful thing, massive, massive, uh, one of the most powerful of its time, and um, he points this all out, and he's, he points to a battery and says, yes, it's a, uh electric, electric-powered train, um, all, all in perfect order. Um, Jonathan, let me make a roll. I'm, uh, uh, what, what do you want to make a roll for? Yes, here's the thing, well, I'm a motors official a motor sufficient I have some some points in there. Let me see if I pass first, and then I'll what, let you what, know. What do you actually want to know? <laughs> okay. You Basically, I, I want to be able to talk to him, you know, about the engines, and okay. uh, and you know, get in talk him and actually see how detailed that part of the of of the model is. 
you know, see if I, you know, if it's very simplistic or if he knew more, you know? Okay, so, so make a mechanical repair roll. Okay. Oh, 97. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't know much about the trains, it seems. You know a lot about motor cars. Um, you could push it. You could push it. Oh, yeah, you could. <laughs> but, but don't do it yet. They say you, 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 can't, you can't push a, um, uh, a botch. So you know, there, there's oh, no right. penalty to this. There's no penalty to this. Oh, right. uh, okay. Right, right, okay. Right. You just, you just wouldn't be able to say it. If you wanted to, you could say something particularly stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no if, uh, nothing, if nothing comes to mind, then uh, I will just keep quiet. There. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, so when was the model built? Um, that's a good question. I, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, no, no, I don't know. It's thing is, it's, it, it's, it would be quite unusual for someone to, uh, to, 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 to manufacture a model like this, given its history. Um, yeah. maybe, I mean, maybe it was... Um, have, is, it, is it possible it was built before the wreck, before the 97? Or would this not? were these things not built back then? Oh, I, I don't think so. It's, it's too modern, you see, too modern. So clearly, clearly, clearly new. Um, whether it's a year or two years, I, I couldn't really tell you. But, oh, um, so it's quite new, you think. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's state-of-the-art electrical motor here. Mm. Could you show us how it works? Oh, I would be delighted to. He flicks on a switch and it, it starts going around the track. As you can see, yes. Perfectly working order. Um, so this is... Um, now I'm very... He switches it off and he says, something strange. Um, yep. No, sorry, he doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> again, how can we get him to say that? Uh, you can't. <laughs> do you know? In, do you know anything about where um, uh, Mr. Stanley got the model? Um, I can't say. Oh, what's something about? I think he found it in a found it in a, in a second-hand shop, maybe something like that. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't one of the normal, you know, model train shops. I am I am I am curious as to, I'm not saying this out loud to him but I'm curious as to why the estate of a man who's been disappeared for 25 years has <laughs> a train model yeah. that's only a couple of years old this is confusing yes. yeah that's what I've been bothered seems, by also seems seems more and more like Maki had had that like planted on him specifically well um what are you going to do with this model would, I mean could we possibly take it and return it back to the family Now, now I think about it, now I think about it, I suppose it could have been an older train and it could have been retrofitted to, to, to have an electric motor. Maybe that's what's happened. Hmm. Zeb, you should have a look at it and see if uh, you can tell if it's been modified. Certainly the battery is state of the art, yes, yes. Well, I don't don't know enough about how these are actually made myself. I just I just collect them. Um, you you want to do another? You can make yeah. an electrical repair roll. Sure. Okay. Seventy-eight. 
You just keep failing everything. <laughs> uh, as far as you know, it's possible. Couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I take a look and I say, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking he could do a mechanical repair so he could like, maybe open it up and check the components to see if the materials were of a later date. So if you wanted to try and take it apart, you, you probably could, but that's going to take some time and also someone's going to have to let you do that. So, <laughs> um, Is there any chance we could take it off your hands to return back to the family? Uh, the, the family of... Of, um, of Stanley. Mr. Stanley, he purchased it. Oh, well, well uh, he seems a bit reluctant at this. Um... I don't, I don't, did he have any family? <laughs> do, do you know them, Father? I believe he had he had a cousin up in York. Oh, oh okay. Um, you can make, uh, um, amongst you as a party, you can make a credit rating roll. So, yes, if someone passes. I've got a 60, so let's see here. 44 is a success. I rolled, I rolled a 30. Which I think is a success, just... Yep, it's just a success. I fail by Tim. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, I tell you what. Um, you can take it, yes, take it. But, um, oh, borrow it, borrow it. Uh, maybe you'll find something. Um, I, I think the police will probably want it back. They didn't say when they were going to collect it, but... Uh, you know, if, if if they do want it back, then I will. I'll send send them your way. How does that sound? That sounds great. Here's my calling card. Okay. I'm okay. Give my little card. Take that. Um. And yeah. So yeah. If you um, if the police come to us for it, let them know it's with us. Well, I, I, I'm sure it will be safe in your hands, Father. Thank you. Ah uh, yes. So uh, ever 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 thought of joining the uh? Train Spotters Association yourself? You seem to be quite interested in trains. I haven't had the opportunity. Been busy with my um, duties. Ah, wonderful pieces of machinery, wonderful pieces. Yes, yes. Mm. They are indeed. Yes. What yes. happened with this uh, 1897 train? You said it, it wrecked? Yes, yes, it did. Um, let me think, let me think. Yes, it was um, uh, the Liverpool Express. Um, uh, uh, very strange, very strange. Um, they never actually found half of the train. Can you believe that? Really? Which half? Which half? <laughs> the, the, the front half. Um, it, it derailed and... Well, the, the authorities, they, 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 they gave a crazy story. They, they claimed the front portion must have sank into the mud and they couldn't find it. So the locomotive and some carriages sank yes, into the mud. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, is this model just the engine and the front few cars, perchance? Well, yes, that's weird, isn't it? Hmm. Okay, very weird. Oh, thank you. I think we should be going... Well, well, yes. Um, oh, let me know if you uh, you find anything out. Um, uh, if you need any more information about trains, well, no better place than the London Train Spotters Association. We know exactly where to come to. Thank you, ah, indeed. Yes. Well, 
Good day to you, sir. Says. Good day to you. Okay. Where okay. to next? Back to the hotel? <clears throat> yeah, because we have this big train model. <laughs> we can't yeah. just carry it all around yeah. town with us. Yeah, we need to go there and... Um, on the other hand, on the other hand, can I, um, you know, just looking at the at, at the train and the shape of the track and so forth, can I make an occult roll on this? <laughs> you absolutely can. If you examine the train, please, please do make an occult roll. Okay, I think we're all examining the train, probably. Oh, that is an extreme success. Oh, oh that's, that's a fail for me. Fail for me. <laughs> You pick up one of the, the cars and you start to examine it and you look on the undercarriage of each car. There are strange symbols, not in any language you recognise, engraved into the train. Well, well, well. Look at this, gentlemen. Oh. <clears throat> it seems more than a little coincidental that uh, we have here a model of a disappeared train from 26 years ago that was owned apparently by the estate of a man who disappeared 25 years ago years before it ago. came into the possession of a man who was himself now disappeared and then after, but not before selling it to a man who is now himself disappeared. Yes. I agree. And what do we think about perhaps Mr. J. Temple Thurston? I guess we may have to look into him as well. But he burned to death. He didn't disappear, it says. Well, true, but I was, mm. I was wondering well, that myself. If it... Well, it said the same. He was, you know, suspected. I was uh, yes. Uh, yep. combust like spontaneous combustion. combustion. It, it might be worth. I was thinking it might be worth just uh, taking a look at Mr. Thurston to see if there's any connection. Well, uh, we we can we we cannot say you know that's what really happened. Um, that's very strange. That will happen to a human. Uh, so we should keep our. Our eyes often, if any of, you know, if this character pops up somewhere. Um, I, I do have to ask, though, gentlemen, uh, whose uh, room are you going to keep the train set in? Not mine. I would very much <laughs> like to not have it in my room. <laughs> oh, I'll have you. it in my room. Yes, or I would keep very it in good. mine. Well, here's the thing, right? I, I, I don't believe in any of this stuff. Um, well, Sepp doesn't believe on any of this, so he doesn't mind taking the train, so he can take some some time and and ex my you know take a look at the parts in details, the engine and all that. Uh, whenever I have some time during the night, we should also run it. Make sure you run it. Yeah, make sure you run it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you you. You probably realize you're not going to be able to do much research while the libraries are closed. So you're going to head yep. back to your hotel? Yep. Okay. The only, uh, the only thought I had for research uh, today is if any of us is a member of a club, they might have some who's who, and we might be able to at least find out some about these people. 
I'm going to say that the hotel will have a small library with things like that. They'll they'll have like a who's who. And oh, brilliant! Okay. Pieces like that. So, you want to head back, and some of you can look at that, and some of you can investigate the train, and let's run the train. Just have it running. <laughs> yes, Sep. Sep wants to invest some time looking at it, and the okay. So it it's you know it's rather it's rather simple to set up. There's not there's not that many configurations, and you you. Hook it up, and you flip the switch, and it starts whirring around, and it seems to be running perfectly. You, you probably don't have much experience in model trains, but it's it's a particularly nice example of a model train. Well, I will stop it and and take a look at the at the engine uh, again. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna take a... some time doing this and. Uh... Um, make a D100 roll. 75. Okay. Okay, so you, you, you flick the, the, the train on and you let it run around for a bit and it whirs around, whirs around, it goes around a couple of times. It's, it's a very small track, so it doesn't take long to complete a circuit. Um, and after a few moments, you're, you're starting to get bored of this, so you you reach out to switch it off. And as you do, you suddenly feel you feel faint. You feel as if as if you've been drained of something somehow. <sighs> you, you just suddenly want to sit down. I mean, something something's happened. Not quite sure what. I do that. And uh, everyone else okay. in the room yeah. can make listen rolls. That is a fail. 47 is a pass. You hear a train whistle. Hey, guys. <laughs> I can hear a train. What the what? I look around. There's a train. And I don't hear anything. Well, as he points this out, you you sort of strain your ears and try to listen, and you hear the gentle and the whistle of the train goes off again, and you look into the south wall of, of your room, and this is this is where the door to your room is, and the wall starts to shimmer and a track suddenly extends out of the wall, a train track, passes through you. It, it will pass through some of you directly and you just don't feel anything. This, this thing just goes straight through you. Um, and you're all probably going to jump back from this and you can all make sanity rolls. That's a success on the sanity. Zero four success. Success. Yeah, I fail. Okay. Not sure why I would have been in the room for this to begin with, <laughs> but I assume we're assuming we're, that we're all there, and I fail. No, yeah, because I was I was assuming we were in the library, but uh, we want to. So you just there. you just picked up the copy of Who's Who from the uh, <laughs> from the hotel library and wander upstairs. Right, anyway, right. Okay. You, you lose this sanity as 
a train, an engine, and a coal car just barges into the room. And yes, for those who, who pass their sanity roll, that is uh, one point. For those who fail, 1d6. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Good. Good thing it's just one for me. Three. Okay. And now the room is full of smoke. Um, there is there is steam coming out of this large steam engine. You see an engine. The engine sort of comes into the room and, and goes out the other side. And it comes to a stop. And as the train stops, you see a whole passenger car um, and half of another passenger car. And on the train are a load of people dressed in 1890s costume. And they, they start to climb down from the train. And they, they, they look rather confused. And they're saying, oh, what time do we reach Liverpool? What's, what's this delay about? Is, is another train following? Uh, my, my, my husband was to be on board. Why is it so cloudy? Why is it so dark? This is this train is... ever going to arrive? And they start to they start to to, to congregate around uh, Zeb, and they, <laughs> they start they start reaching out to him. And they're asking you these questions: What time do we arrive? Where's the conductor? What's the delay? What's going on? What's going on? I and just take he... a few steps, you know, backwards. <laughs> I I'm, you know. I back as far away from Zeb as yeah. I can get. <laughs> you try to take a few steps backwards, but they they surround you and they. They suddenly change and they say, come with us. They're all in unison now. Come with us. The and himself at this stage. Help! At this stage, you are, you suddenly find yourself on the train. And everyone who's watching sees the passengers just shimmer. And then they're back on the train. And you see that Zed himself is also on the train. With my hands against the window. <laughs> no! And the train, you, you, you hear a whistle go, and the train starts to move, starts to move forward. It's uh, can, these trains. Can, can I, is the, is, the, is the model of the train still, in, the, still there with us? The, the model of the train is, is, in the, is in the middle of the train. It's okay. where the train is currently okay. on top of it. Okay. So, Okay. What I'm going to say is, without conferring with each other, you each have to give me a decision. Are you going to get on the train or not? There's, there's just oh. not enough time to make a decision. Oh, no. okay. I'm going on the train. I'm trying to get there. Okay. Yeah, that, I would, that's I would go to try and help Zed, yes. No. <laughs> there's no, that, no, I would... You goes on the train? <laughs> Hugo and the father. Okay, no one else? Right. So you, I would be uh, trying to uh, unplug the the thing potentially. Well, it's the model. it's battery, well, right? So you have to get to it. That's that's what I was thinking oh, to turn okay. it off. There, but... There's a train on top of it, yeah. where, on it where this model once was. I'm going to wait for the train to move off, <laughs> and then okay. I'm going yeah. to turn it off. <laughs> okay. So uh, the father and Hugo board the train, and. Yep. As the train starts to move off, I'm going to allow you. You can you can say something to the other people who are staying behind. Come on, we got to get Zeb. Get 
come, come on. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And get to right. the train starts to pull away. And those who remain in the room see that it just passes through the other the other wall and is gone. I dive for the, I dive for the train set. <laughs> throw the train off the track. Throw the model train off the yep. tracks. Turn it off. You can do that. Huh. Okay. Was there any mal associated with this whole illusion that we have just seen? The the room is full of smoke, and it smells real. So we are going to change to the people on the train. So. Um, Father and Hugo. Yes. You suddenly find yourself on a train, and as it passes through the wall, you feel somewhat drained as well. Um, so, uh, mechanically, Randall lost three magic points for summoning this thing. Um, you can all lose a further three magic points. Um, and a further three sanity points as you realize that you've left the hotel and you're somewhere else. And at the corner of this carriage, you see the other passengers have uh, Zeb cornered. And they are sort of clutching towards him and reaching out and trying to grab hold of him. What are you going to do? Hold on, uh, did I lose six points of magic points there, or? Six magic points, three? yes. Six, yeah. yeah, okay. So, I will yell at these people, stay away from me, and I will start pushing them away. Okay. Um, Who are you people? I'm going to use my fists, I'm a bit of a boxer, so, and basically stop basically punching at people to just yeah. get them back. Good. Okay, yep. so we're, we're, we're going to go into, uh, let's, yeah, we'll do this in sort of dex order. So uh, what do we have here for your characters? 60. 60. 55. Okay, so 55. And let's start with Randall, because he's obviously been on for a bit longer. So what, what do you want to do? So let's see. I have the the cane that turns into sword. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna unscrew it, you know, so I can release my sword. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will say, stay back. Uh, okay. They 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 don't seem to be listening to you. Don't you? You get the impression they're not going to listen to reason. And they, in fact, they don't. They just, they just swarm towards you, ignoring this sword. And one of them is going to try and grapple you, basically. So yeah, can, can I, can I just? Okay, I'm really scared. Um, <laughs> Seb was an atheist before this. He didn't believe in any of the occult or ghost stories. Or any other world other than the real one. This is shaking him completely. So I'm gonna try to stop the guy that is trying to grapple me because okay. uh, you know I'm so scared. Okay, so make a uh, sword cane roll. Yeah, it's gonna be a sword. 
Ah, uh, which is a pass. Okay. Roll some damage. Okay, so 1d6, my damage bonus is uh, 1d4. So let's see. Uh, seven points total. Okay, you just it, it it doesn't seem to to do anything as you as you as you swing at it with the sword. It doesn't dodge out the way or try to avoid it in any way. It just stands there dumbly trying to reach out to you, and you just swipe it down, and it collapses onto the floor. But there are there are more. There are sort of you know are surrounded by maybe. Eight to nine further of these passengers trying to trying to grab at you. So that's well, since since I just noticed they listen to to no reason, I will keep uh, doing this. I will keep yep. uh, swinging my sword towards them. Okay. So what is okay? So Dexel next. We're going to have uh, the Hugo. father. Uh, Hugo. Yeah. Because I said six, 60 as well. Oh, right? you, you, I thought it was... Who has 55? I have 55. Oh, right. Sorry, I got that the, the wrong way. Right, yes. So I will uh, pull out my brass knuckles and try and hit one of them. Okay. Make a roll. Oh, an ought five. And my skill is 25. Mm-hmm. So that's a, an extreme success. One D three is ooh nice max damage so that's three plus one plus another D four which is gonna be three so seven seven points of damage and yes you get a particularly solid blow on one of these creatures um, and it just sort of shrugs a bit and and turns around and looks at you. I look uh, right back at him. <laughs> Father? Um, I'm going to do the same, but I don't have brass knocks. I'm going to do a bit of boxing. So I get back, foul beasts. Okay. That's a 14, which is an extreme success for me. Okay. Um, extreme successes don't actually do anything in terms of damage or... Uh, what is the rule? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think it technically works as an impale if they, yeah. you know, because it's not it's an impaling function, so, item. Yeah. I have to double check 7th ed later, but let's let's just say, roll, roll your damage. Okay, so, that's 3... Six, seven points of damage. Okay, another sort of solid blow. You, you, you feel you're you're doing something here, but they just don't seem to, you know, care. Um, you know that probably enough of this, and they're going to stop moving. But they don't, they don't seem to react. They just still continue to try and grab, and that's what's going to happen next. So um, we have uh, Zed is surrounded. By most of them were were surrounding him, but obviously only three or so can can be within grabbing range of him. Uh, the the rest are sort of behind in a, in a semicircle. So one is going to try and grab you, and is going to fail. The, you you can actually dodge these as well if they succeed. Do um, we use fighting? You know, brawl, or do we use? Uh, no, they said dodge. We use use dodge. 
Um, But this doesn't matter because the second one completely misses you and stumbles down onto the floor. Um, (laughs) And this next one also fails. They're not very good. Um, So we go down in dex order. We're going to continue. So the one that um, uh, Hugo uh, attacked is going to try and grab him. And is going to fail. Another is going to try and grab you. And is going to fail. One is going to try and grab the father. And succeed. So if you dodge. Um, okay. See whether the Zero six. I dodge. So that's what? A sort of extreme success? That's an extreme success, yes. Yes. So father the, the boxer. The creature <laughs> made, a, made a hard success, but... Um, uh, your dodge still beats that, so that is good. Um, and none of the others can really do anything, they're just sort of grabbing, grabbing around and the other things are in the way. So we'll go back to uh, Zeb, up top of the round. Swinging my sword towards the next one. Okay. Make a roll. And that's a failure. Okay. Um, so we will go to Hugo. I will make another attack, mm-hmm. and that is a success with an 18. Nice. Okay. Roll some damage. So two, three, four damage. Okay. I guess to the to the same one that I was already attacking. Sure. Uh, so that one drops and stops moving. Uh, Hugh, uh, no, uh, father. Um, got a question. Can I throw a punch and look around to see for an exit? Uh, no. <laughs> it's too too chaotic. Too chaotic. So you can either attack or you can look for a. Um... I'm going to look for an exit. Okay. So you 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 see there is there is a a door at the other end of this carriage leading to the to the second carriage. Okay. Well, I'll say, guys, let's head for the door. Well, the trouble is that um, uh, Zeb is currently surrounded by these creatures. We need to help. Yeah. And they are going to reach out and do some attacks. So one will come reach on, Father. The other will reach out for attack and succeed. So you might want to make. No, that's an eighty. He will fail. Um, one will attack. They're not very good at this. They're really clumsy and slow, and I'm rolling really badly. And Go for they... the door. All fail. Yes, they they are just they are just completely terrible at this. And if you wanted to, uh, Zeb, you could you could try and make your way through them. But do you want okay. to do it? Yeah, I will push them away and get closer to my new and only friends. Okay. So <laughs> what, the way we're going to do this, this is going to be a a brawling maneuver. So. Yeah, you because know, you're not you're not just trying to dodge; you're trying to actively move them out of the way. So, agree. You can you can make this attack with Brawl. your with your weapon, let's say. Okay, uh, I have brawl and fighting as well, so yeah. I'm gonna move away. You know, push one with my shoulder. You know, get my elbow on the next one as I move through these people, and that's a fifteen. Which is a what kind of success? Heart it's a success? hard success. Okay. 
So the way this works, it's, it's an opposed roll. I'm going to also roll. And <laughs> so if, if <laughs> obviously the, the relative levels of success beat each other, if you're equal, then it depends on what you're doing. But this thing just rolled 100. So you, <laughs> in exactly the way you want to succeed, you just barge it out of the way and you're doing so well, you, you push him into another couple of creatures and they all just go tumbling down like bowling pins. Let's get out of here. Okay, so you're, you're running down the carriage and you reach the door at the end. And what are you going to do? Well, uh, we can take a look before we jump out. Yeah, <laughs> look look before you leave. Yeah. What, what? So that you're at the, the, the door that's going into the next carriage, yes? Open it. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. Open it. Yeah. So then, okay. yeah, we'll go. So you, you, you reach out for the handle, and it's locked. I can lockpick this guy, since it's my turn, if we're still in the combat round. Well, it's going to be quite hard to do that while you're um, while these things are behind you. So can, can I I've got Zepp and the father cover? to cover me. We'll cover him while he... To you get can all make spot hidden rolls. There's a pass. Oh, that's a pass as well. 33. You see someone in the other carriage and doesn't appear to be one of these creatures. Oh, wait, oh, emphatically the man, at them. The, the man that we were looking for. Stanley. Open up! Stanley! Open it! And you see, you see this man look at you, and he's, oh my goodness, more passengers! And he, he runs down and he he fiddles around with it and he, he opens it up and then he says, come in, come in quickly, come through, come through. We jump into the we next. We do so. Yes. so you go through, and then he, at this stage, some of the some of these these other passengers have have reached the door and are trying to reach through, and he slams the door. Shut, and he said, "Help me! Help me close it." Uh, we yes. do so. Push with my shoulder. Okay, yeah. so someone can make a strength roll. Uh, strength sixty. So I got a strength eighty. So I've got a strength. Um, what's my strength? It's sixty-five. Zero two. Oh. <laughs> you just barge into it again, and it it, it slams shut. And um, he locks it, this, this, your rescuer, and you can finally breathe. Didn't you know that's Zeb's special move, is the shoulder slam? Yeah. <laughs> but you can also make a sanity check. for. What that's what I do for a living. Uh, I'm a shoulder man. See. That's a failure. So, that's a failure for me as well. A success for me. 1d6 if you fail. 1 if you oh. succeed. It's going to be bad. Oh, that's a five. Oh, six <laughs> points. <laughs> Wonderful. Six and five. We will deal with that shortly, but suffice it to say, um, what we're going to do is have you just slump to the ground, and you know, for for Zeb, your, your, your whole world has just been shaken. And you yes, are, makes sense. You are trying to process this all. It's going to take a while. Um, how does Hugo want to react? Um, well, 
You, you, I, you're I, going to lose control of yourself in some way. I'm just giving you the choice. How, how do you want this to go? Um, I think he would just go quiet. Okay. Like not non unresponsive. Yeah. So do we have to make? Do we he's, have he's, to make the in types five wrong? I'm gonna. I, I, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna deal with it slightly differently. So, the initial madness is you know you lose control slightly. Then we're going to work out whether whether something happens longer term, but it's going to be longer term than say the next few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, you've just been rescued. And the father is really the only one who's. Uh, I'll say, you know, I'm in a bit of denial. <laughs> this can't be happening. This can't be happening. I'm, I'm dreaming, right? I'm dreaming and shaking the Calm father. Down, he can wake down, me up. <laughs> anyway, the, um, the, the man turns to you and after he's, you've helped him bang the door shut, and he says, oh, Welcome to the 9.15 a.m. to Liverpool. Uh, though we are running rather late, um, my name is Randolph Alexis. I am Father Stuart. You, Randolph, just right. Yes, yes. And as you as you look at him, you can take him in. He's he's uh, he well, he's wearing he's wearing some clothes that are rather out of fashion. Um, yeah. Oh, this is the original owner. This is the original owner, right? 25 years ago. 25, you say? 25? No, that can't be right. That can't be right. And he's got his count and then he, he looks up. He looks up to the ceiling. He points up and he says, yes, no, look, look. And as you, if you do look up, you see a load of little tick marks that have been scratched into the ceiling and there's thousands. Uh, uh, says, no, 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 no. I, I calculate. I, I count each time I sleep and I'm sure the year must be 1911. No, it's 1920. 1923? Three, oh, yeah. Goodness, my goodness. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, so as you look at him, you, you, he's, he's, he's a small man. He's, he's bold and he's thin. Uh, can I do a psychology check on him? Is he yes, all together can. there? Okay, what's my psychology? 75. We we can we still cannot react, right? Um, Max, right? You 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 can, yeah. I, I'm so, let's let's uh let's do these um ink rolls here. Um, <laughs> from when I had to restart, I've actually shut down all my rule books. Um, bear with me slightly. By the way, I succeeded in my um, psychology. Okay, let's let's just take a moment. No, I don't want that. I want this. Right. Okay. So, yes. Make int rolls. And so I used to be int times five, right? Now it's just roll your int or under. Yes. Yes. Okay. Ooh, I succeed with a thirty-seven. Let me check if I do. 22, that's a pass. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, okay, this is the, the, the way that uh, sanity works in 7th edition, it's slightly different. If you, if you fail any sanity roll, you, you lose your composure for, for a moment. 
So it, mm-hmm. it, it can be something as, as simple as just screaming in fright or, or yelling or suddenly counting your fingers. I mean, it, it can be something just, just involuntary that you have to do. Um, yeah, the yelling goes very well with Seb because he's in denial. I, yes, I, sense, yes. I sense a butt coming on. So, what we are going to do is, this is now a bout of madness, okay? Um, yes. Not really, uh, with me. I wrote down sanity and I wrote down the page that it's on. I knew I was going to. It's okay. Da, 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 da. Maximum sanity. Right, so, bout of madness. Yes, so, um, let's say that's, that's still ongoing. Um, so, uh, the Zeb is just sort of, this can't be happening, this can't be happening. And Hugo is just sort of slumped and. <laughs> Semi-catatonic. Yeah, yeah. So this will continue for a few more rounds. Um, and so the, 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 the father is still able to talk. And yeah, he's yeah, so let's... You made your psychology roll, yeah? Yes. Okay, I've so... Got, I've got, I've got um, hard. Yeah, the, the way this is going to work, this is going to be at the end of the conversation... You'll, yeah, I'll give you the result of that. Okay? Yep. Or in a bit. So, ah, yes, he, um, uh, okay, so you, you, you actually, you start to look around you. You haven't really had a chance to do this yet. And you see that this compartment is covered in shredded clothes. And there are even some some bones scattered around. Some of them appear to have teeth mark in them. Okay, I won't look too closely at the bones. <laughs> uh, um, do you know Mr. Stanley? Stanley? Stanley, yes, yes. He's, uh, well, he's the only other person here. Oh, uh, come and see him, come and see him. Yes, yes, he arrived just recently. Indeed. Um, let me get my friends and we'll... Come and see him. Um, can you tell me what happened? What happened? What happened? Well, well, yes. Yes, I can. You see, we're not on Earth anymore. Look outside. And look outside. he takes you to a window. Yeah. And outside, there is just an endless grey expanse. There are no stars. There are no features. Just greyness everywhere. And as you look... You look back towards the, the rear of the train and you see you see something blue and black. It's it's circling and twisting through space. It's as if the train has a tail and and as the train is going on its journey, it's it's just leaving behind this trail, this path of where it's been. And it's it's sort of circling around. You see, you can see where the train has been. Yeah. And uh Alexis sort of looks at you as, as, as he looks at you. Yes, yes, you see, you see, this place was empty, empty one day. But the, but the train, when the train was created, it, it started to, to trace everything out. And, well, I, I, I calculate one day it will be filled, filled up completely. And then, well, what then? There'll be no room for any more. What will happen? 
Well, I, I don't plan to stick around to find out. I have an escape plan. You do? Yes, 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 yes. Well, let's speak Come, to bring Mr. Your friends, Stanley. Bring your friends. Yes, I'll grab my friends and drag them along. Uh, at this point, you realise that Randolph Alexis is completely insane. Yes. So, uh, the rest of you can regain your composure. Um, and what we're going to do, we're going to to give you some kind of underlying insanity that, that won't quite... It, it, this won't come into play until... Well, let's, let's see how you do <laughs> with the rest of us. Um, Guys, I'm going to have to head off soon. Okay, okay. Well, maybe we can... This will be a, a place to uh, to finish it soon. Shall we just... We'll wrap this up slightly with um, uh, everyone else coming to, as it were, and you're being led out of... You know, to, to, to another bit of the carriage by uh, this mad... mad mad... <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, well, I don't know why you didn't want to come onto this train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm right. Well, we we already believe we didn't need to go on the train. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hmm. Very trippy. Curiouser and curiouser. Yes, down the rabbit hole. Okay then, shall we um, shall we call it there? Yeah. Yep. Sounds like a good plan. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jonathan, are you gonna be here next week or, or not? Uh, so I'm away for the next two. So, okay. I think uh, Jim has something planned. Correct. So I'm not gonna be. I won't be here for the next two weeks. I won't. Come for the one-off games, but I hopefully we'll be back home for the next session of this of horror. All right. Well, I'm in for the for the for the two shot. Cool. Yeah. For at least half. Okay. There will be an email. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Transmission in. <laughs> yeah. I will be interested in listening to it and seeing, <laughs> seeing what it is. Alright. Okay, All right. guys. Cool. Thank you, guys. Have a good week. Thanks, Jonathan. No Have fun. Thank, Thank you, you Jonathan. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.